podcast. <laughs> it's just because I love you day. And on this podcast, we affectionately call you, dear listener, Carla. It's Pride Month, which, unless you've been in hiding, is pretty much in your face. Everywhere. All the time. You've got your parades on social media, TV ads, and now in media geared towards our children. In this episode, we push back on the idea that the LGBT agenda isn't hurting anybody. So listen in and accuse away of making people feel unsafe. Okay. children. Everybody uh, just true. got started they, like talking about be. stuff before we even recorded. So, um, you hit record. I was yeah. just going to mention. <laughs> That's your fault, Mandy. <laughs> oh, you, I had to hit record to catch up because you guys were already going is what I'm saying. Well, I was just giving, giving my idea of what we could talk about or what right. direction we, we could were trying Marla to be was more like, niche. how about this? And everybody was like, yes, here we go. No, we were trying to be more niche. And everybody was like, no. And I was like, no, here's why. <laughs> right. Here's what we can focus on. Because you can't just take a big thing like Pride Month. Like you have to narrow it down. What's our topic sentence, well, just ladies? About three minutes ago, I was scrolling on social media, saw that our local library is having a walk a storybook walk like they do often in the children's department. Yeah. Oh, and I love those. This Be month, tall. they're all pride themed. Of course. Stop. Yep. I have to. Yep. So you can go and you can read Julian is a Mermaid or Julian. I don't know how you pronounce it because it's got like a little accent Because it's a mark. book. <laughs> it's a book and, you, and homeschoolers are notoriously bad at pronouncing things. We do what we want. We can spell, but we can't say them out loud because we've been reading to ourselves our whole lives and we don't know how anything's supposed to sound. <laughs> it's okay. I called Hermione forever Herman. There you go. Oh <laughs> I go, what a weird British name for a woman. Oh, that's funny. Hey, in your defense, everybody was messing up Hermione. That's true. <laughs> So there's that. I also thought that those little teeniest parts of your blood vessels, the littlest, bittiest ones. The capillaries? Oh, mm-hmm. capillaries. Uh, no. Yeah. Capillary. <laughs> yeah, a long time I thought that was. I thought your big one was uh, Yo's Might. No, that was mom. Oh. Our mom Yo's used to mispronounce might. that. There was one in astronomy, too. What, it was a class I took in college that had to do with the stars and some sort of a like intergalactic body I was mispronouncing and now I can't remember what it was. But. Oh, I know. Um, I was always putting the wrong stress on the word negate. I would always say negate. Uh, I think you can say that. A lot of people still say negate. Yeah, oh, good. That makes me feel better. It's probably okay, though. Anyway. Okay, are. so back to we the also, story walk. <laughs> well, we also need to figure out who's going to be the, the runner. I oh. am going to remove myself from the competition because my youngest is asleep. Nice. Um, Honestly, we probably don't happens. need to do it. I can volunteer as tribute. I haven't done it yet. Okay. Somebody's crying it's, already. It's not raining for once, Carla. So a lot of the kids are outside and a lot of them are napping. So if we hurry, like we can somehow further a half an hour along faster. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if we could just time, we just froze everyone and yeah, get in then, a couple. Then, then we might actually get a conversation in. We learned valuable things from the movie Click. It's probably not we a good idea. Did, yeah. Well, it's one thing to pause. It's another thing to fast forward. <laughs> See, is this the content you wanted, Mandy? <laughs> That's why you hit record. For I mean, it it all goes toward our half an hour. So, I'm trying to find the the actual invitation. It, all it said was, "Join us um, at the library for this Pride Walk." It called it a Pride Walk, and I was like, "Maybe it's just for adults." But nope, it's sponsored by the Children's Department. Is Bring it? your friends and your families of all ages. See, I struggle with this because. As far as I know, there's somebody from my church who works at the South Branch, and a lot of what I think she does is, like, the marketing pieces and stuff. So I'm like, how on earth are you 
yeah, comfortable because, doing this. Because they don't want to be bigots. They're afraid that if they don't promote this stuff, it makes them one of those what Christians. What I don't understand Why? is like any other specifically adult topic is never, I don't want to say never, but like it's not marketed for children. Like they notoriously put Fabio up every Valentine's Day yeah. and do like romance books all around the library, but they aren't targeted for the children. Like they're not part of the story walk. They don't set them up in the kids section or anything like that. And Pride Month and everything about um, the LGBTQ is identifying totally based on sexual preference. That's all that well, it's about. They right? will claim that it's not. They will How? say that homosexual is not just about sex. How? They will say that. Oops. Because it's Excuse not me, logical. I'm going to go get my daughter. But here's, here's the thing. Pride Story Walk. This is apparently June 1st through 30th. Oh, so it's every day? Every day? At, for a month? I don't know. At the main branch for families and kids of all ages. Um, and it says there will be a surprise at the end. Join us celebrating Pride Month with a story walk in the children's department. Walk through and read Julian is a Mermaid by Jessica Love, which is a story about self-love and acceptance. Oh, boy. It's a boy who wants it's to be a self-help book for three-year-olds. So there will be a surprise at the end. I will never go to a Pride Library-sponsored book walk with a surprise at the end. <laughs> you can count on me to not be there. You don't want to accidentally... For all I know, somebody's going to be in buttless chaps. I was going to say, you don't want to accidentally come home with some colored beads. I'm like, Leather no. Collar. Like, okay. are they serious? Yes. A surprise. Oh, yeah. The thing yeah. is, I re- <laughs> surprise, you're gay. Surprise, you're... <laughs> It's a flasher. Sorry, Carla. The, the thing I'm is, I would actually this. like to read that book because I want to know, like, it's if not I were a read book, it's a picture book, by the way. Okay, but I want to know. No words. Like, oh, I want to know how it ends. Does he get to be a mermaid? Just because he wants to be a mermaid, does he get to be a mermaid, or does he have to find out that he has to like be content with the body he's in? Oh, come oh, on, doubtful. Megan. Oh, the hopes are high, Carla. Are. The hopes are high. Megan's the resident optimist. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just have hope, you guys. I don't, I don't think it's true, but I, I'm surprised that if that it did, is considered... it wouldn't be a part of the pride. But why book. is it? Why is that a pride book either? Like, I mean, I just don't. I guess I don't understand. Is the book about transgenderism? Sorry, I had yeah, to walk away. It's about yeah. self-expression. It's a, boy, that, it's a yeah. boy who wants to be a mermaid, okay. so he dresses like a mermaid. Here's my thought that I had because I just watched a video. Fictional um, character, by the way. I don't remember what that video was called. We might have to we might have to let other people listen to it. Mandy t- sent it to us. And it was about the pride parade and transgenderism and all this stuff. And I was thinking to myself, they're legitimately telling people now, like not only grooming, but adults are telling young, impressionable kids that if they feel like they're a boy or a girl, that they are. And there's actual books saying things like, oh, honey, to a girl, honey, you're actually a boy because you like to run and jump and like play football. And I thought to myself, um, where are the feminists? Where are they at? Why well, are they not fighting this? Because they're they telling are. girls they're not allowed to be girls Feminists anymore. Feminists like J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling, for example, who's far from a Christian, they are fighting this, but do you know what they call J.K. Rowling? What? Turf. Oh, yeah. Actually, What's that mean? So there's this big demand that J.K. Rowling's books be pulled from, from libraries. Oh, I'm if sorry. You're going to pull talk, Harry Potter? Yes, they are absolutely fighting for that. Turf stands for trans-exclusionary radical feminist. <laughs> oh, my yeah, so it's not a very big term of endearment. It's something that a lot of feminists are afraid to be called, and certainly a lot of Christians are afraid to be called as an exclusionary 
you know, called out as an exclusionary person or. You would think this would be a bigger fight. Like the whole feminist movement is supposed to be that girls can do and choose whatever they want. And now there's adults saying, if you want to be a girl who likes football, sorry, sweetie, you're not actually a girl. You're a boy. And it's like, what? how did we get this far there, it from It actually that is a weird, it's a weird bedfellow to have now because I do have friends and activists that whose videos I will share with people that are feminists and who I disagree with on pretty much everything but right. in this one little area it's like oh yeah but I will borrow from that just momentarily <laughs> because you're right about this thing mm-hmm. um, but there are a lot of people who think that a book like Julian is a mermaid would be um, they think that that would be pretty innocuous 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 <laughs> there's not a vaccine one. which is innocuous <laughs> there's another word for you Carla innocuous which means harmless <laughs> Um, I, a lot of people would be like, what's the big deal? It's a picture book and it's just showing that boys can dress up, you know, as mermaids if they want. And we were just talking not that long ago Mm -hmm. about Cammie dressing up as Christopher Robin. So they might say, what's the big deal? But it's like you said, they're packaging this and marketing this as a celebration of pride month. They're trying to tell you in no uncertain terms, we're doing this because we want kids to start down the path of being allies for the LGBT community or part of it so let's ask ourselves what is the connection what is the correlation and how big of a deal is it if you participate in this sort of thing because you don't want to be exclusionary you don't want to be be a a hateful bigot you don't want to be a bigot but also how far do we go down that path before we're celebrating blues clues and what was put out on blues clues i'm going to assume that carla our listener does not know about the blues clues segment would anyone like to summarize carla do you live under a rock oh be nice to carla i showed all of you last wednesday there i had already seen it for the record some of it but no i think a lot of people have messaged me and i've told them you need to go check this out because i shared Right now on my Instagram, I had shared what you had sent me. I have the link to that, which is the girl talking the about. The Sydney Watson? Yeah, the cartoons. Okay, that's, that's the one. Carla, check out Sydney Watson on YouTube. Her video, specifically the one that's called The Destruction of Child Innocence Continues. She I'll link it on our Facebook too in the comments. She when only I post posted it like this. four days ago. It's a brand Podcast. new video, but it's so good for sharing various TikToks and clips from actual LGBT oh, activists and bad. what they're saying to children, what they're doing to groom children into this acceptance of this belief system. Yeah, it's it's just something you're going to have to go watch you're because gonna be I shocked. don't really watch TikToks. And some of the ones I was seeing, I was like getting the heebie-jeebies. I was like, never in my life have I ever talked to kids this way. Not just because of the words they were saying, but even the tone they were using, not to be the tone police, but like like some of the tone. Do your impression. Like, oh gosh. Hey, buddy. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) do you want me to answer some questions about what you might have seen today? The Pride Parade. It's your first Pride Parade. Lots of new things you've maybe never seen before. I don't like it. I don't talk to my children that way. So gross. Yeah. So, and speaking of that too, I'm going to try to find... You saw a butt. No, I'm going to try that. to find the one I just saw on... Um, <laughs> they saw more than a butt. <laughs> it was well, a bribery. I'll, kind of, I'll kind of share something really quickly. So what spawned this for me was that um, Out Magazine had shared that... I'll just read what they shared. So, quote, Yes, Chick-fil-A is still doing harm to the LGBTQ plus community. Harm. 
even though the fast food chain promised to stop funding any anti-LGBTQ plus organizations back in 2019, its billionaire owner is still funding the fight against the community, namely by funding a campaign to derail the Equality Act, end quote. And if you're not familiar with the Equality Act, um, the biggest part of it that you should know is that it's trying to, if the Equality Act passes into law, what will happen is that businesses organizations, restaurants, the YMCA, churches. churches, everyone will no longer be able to use the religious, it goes against my religious beliefs excuse. They cannot be exclusionary. I'm sure you've heard of the guy, the baker in Colorado, who's been sued numerous times, intentionally asked to make cakes knowing that he will say no. And them, them that person immediately suing him, he's been through lawsuits for like the last 10 years over this yeah. situation. <laughs> right. It's, People are lining up to sue him. Literally they are. <laughs> um, and so that's what happens. And, and what frustrates me, what I told the girls earlier this week, cause we've been talking about it for a couple of days is that people keep saying, just let LGBTQ happen. It's not hurting anyone. They're not hurting anything. They're not hurting you. And it's like, what do you mean? Like, and like we were saying earlier, it's not like it's a nudist colony where they're all in their own little place. They're all in their own little area where they can do whatever they want and it doesn't affect people. But when you're having uh, pride parades where people are naked and then you're telling people, well, you need to bring your children. They need to see this. No, they don't need to see yeah. your bare butt or <laughs> you, anything else about you. Have you have to serve me. You have some sort of personal agenda against the gay community. So I'm going to purposely go to your establishment. Like, right. That doesn't, that's never made sense to me. Well, what's funny about the Chick-fil-A thing is that I screenshotted that and, and posted on my Instagram story saying, why, uh, what did I say? I said, um, why does every organization have to support LGBTQ? And I had someone respond and I, I'll admit Carla that that was a, that was a trap. I did that as a trap to see what somebody <laughs> would say. And somebody took the bait and said, not every organization has to. And I said, really, which ones don't have to? No response because everyone has to. The only way that you don't have to is that if you slip under the radar and nobody spots you and sees that you're not supporting you're them. You're not making money. And even Chick-fil-A who made an effort is still being targeted. They're still well, under it's, attack. It's their definition of harm, which is why I giggled when it said, you know, Chick-fil-A is still harming the LGBTQ community. I was like, wow, that is really that's kind of aggressive like yeah. what are they doing well they don't like us it's like that's not harm that's not what harm is right. like we teach this to our children all the time like if somebody if somebody doesn't want to play with you one that's not actually hurting you and two go play somewhere else like right. to keep demanding go that somebody come baked in elsewhere right and and demand that well they have to play with me they have to bake my cakes they have to let me into their business they have to do what i want it's like nope no, they don't. Like, this is well, something we learned early the on. The other thing is that the bathroom situation, there was a child who was in, I forget what state, where the bathrooms at the school are, whomever, you can go to the girl, guy, whatever. And it was a five-year-old, it was a kindergartner who was attacked by an older boy, a little girl. Tell me, how is that not hurting people? You know what I mean? Like, they would right. accuse you of using extreme examples. Well, an example is an example. Okay. <laughs> Albeit an extreme one. Okay, well then, but even then the we don't have to use right. We don't have to use extreme ones. Again, it's it's about it's about principles. Like even even now, I would argue that if a business really wants to make money and they're about making money, 
then they'll then they'll bake the LGBTQ cake. Sure, like that's that's probably what's going to be in the best interest of their corporation. Could be but, if they don't want to get sued constantly, right? But it that's depends not really what their the values are, right? That's well, true. right. I, I understand that, but that's the other thing that she's saying. It's not like big businesses aren't trying to bend and and change. Like everything has a rainbow flag right now because it's about making money. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but it's about the principle that you should have the right to not put rainbow flags if you don't want to. You should have the right to not serve people if you don't want to. Now if you're about making money, they're going to pander and they do. Which is another thing I'm like, don't they don't they realize that? Does it really make them feel better to know that like Chrysler has a rainbow flag as its logo right now? Do they really feel seen because that's happening? Or is it about control and power? Well, the conversation in the church mainly has centered (laughs) on defensive strategy. And what I said in our church this past Sunday was, I'm tired of defensive positioning. I'm tired of, I have the right to not support you if I don't want to. I'm tired of that. Because based on the videos that I've seen this week (laughs) and last week, I'm tired of having to protect myself from oncoming, you know, attacks. I want Mm -hmm. to go on to the offensive and say, okay, now you need to explain what you're doing to kids. You need you need to explain brainwashing. Mm-hmm. I've, church people have been accused of brainwashing mm-hmm. children for as long as I've lived. Oh, and long before that, oh, I'm yeah. sure. And so now you explain to me pride walks at the library. Explain to me tranny story hour at libraries. You know, explain to me this Blue's Clues propaganda that you're so proud of. Um, explain to me the riot that was happening. You guys remember when I sent you a video a couple weeks back called... Um, Paint it black or paint the wall black. I have no idea. Hold on. Idea. It's something like that. Hmm. Paint, paint it black, I think, about the story of Nini's Deli. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Did you watch that one? I don't. Did you send us the link? I, I did. No. Yes, I did. Okay. I texted well, it. I, I haven't seen it. it. I know I sent <laughs> it to bad. you guys because I just resent it to my dad this morning and I went on our text message thread to get the link. So Oops. I know it's there. Somebody's crying. People are screaming. Go, go, child wrangler. It's happy happy screaming. Oh, you're happy. Competition of screaming. Okay, whatever. Great timing. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Who can scream the loudest? Oh, man. Yeah, okay. So, um, basically, short, very short version. This Hispanic family um, that has mom and pop store, right? And they have a deli and eventually becomes a restaurant. Their two sons. Um, one of them is the storyteller of this video. He's the narrator and the main character. And he um, was a practicing homosexual for a long time. He got really rough on the streets. I think that he might have been addicted to drugs for a while. Um, This was the guy that owned the pizza place, right? Or whatever it was. The The deli. The deli place. Yeah, before he owned the deli, when he was a kid. And he, like, moved out west and... Um, really lost track of his life. I mean, he was really a mess. And his mom was like, you're moving back home with us. And she was praying for him for years after she got saved and, be- and came to Jesus. Then she was praying for her son. And eventually he started going to her church and he like changed his ways. Jesus changed his ways. And he, he became a Christian. His homosexual desires were taken away from him. He got clean from drugs. He married a woman. They have children. And he, he started taking this deli, his, his family business, to the next level and did a really great job. Um, his name is Juan. And <laughs> then Black Lives Matter comes around, and, and there's huge protests in his city. And he um, virtually stays out of it. He's like, you know, listen, we're all about food. We're about giving good food, making good food for the community. And we are Christians, but we're not mainly about that at the deli. We just want to feed people good food. 
So that's, in my opinion, a defensive strategy, right? Sure. It's just, don't come over here. You know, I'm going to stay in my space. You stay in your space. Very Amish of them. And, <laughs> and it didn't work. Right. Those of you who have been listening to stories like this for a while are not shocked, but it didn't work. <laughs> and people started demanding on social media that he make a statement because he's a Hispanic guy. He should be one of them and he should show solidarity. He's a part of the... Yeah. minorities and the and they're like why do black lives matter all you have to do is say black lives matter well he finally gets a lawyer and he with the help of a lawyer friend he crafts this social media statement and he says i am sorry that it took me so long to say this but i definitely believe that black lives matter and you know i believe that jesus believes that all lives matter and it's because of our humanity and we were all created in god's image that this is so important to me and on and on and on it's this long post about you know, how much he definitely does stand with the black community mm-hmm. and all hell broke loose because he said all, all lives, lives matter. matter. Mm-hmm. And that's not what he was. He was supposed to say. That's not what they asked him to say. And riots started happening. Big crowds of people gathering outside of his restaurant. They were smashing windows. They were spray painting graffiti all over his wall. And eventually the entire the entire business got shut down mm-hmm. as a result of this guy refusing to, you know, cave to this mob. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we need to be talking about. We Every single Christian on the planet, but particularly in the West, needs to know that that's happening. They cannot just sit back and go, well, it's not my dog, not my fight. You know, yeah. they can't because now they're after the children. Now they're, they're training up children who have that mindset that if you don't say exactly what the mob says that you need to say, that it's within their right to come and vandalize and attack you and you know cancel you and ruin your life and so that's what's going to happen and continue to happen i believe if we don't adopt more of an offensive strategy where we say okay now it's your turn you need to answer for your religious beliefs that are leading to this kind of violence yeah you need to answer for brainwashing children yeah but do you think it's actually going to work i mean you're the one that's done the most talking to atheists every time that you try to convince them that they have their own religion it does not compute they're like what are you talking about we don't talk about jesus no no it's not that it didn't compute it's that they denied that it computed but Mm -hmm. i believe that they did understand and that's why they were so addicted for a long time they could not quit coming to dad's blog to my blog i mean we had full full full-fledged stalkers um, for, for lack of a better term, they were really everywhere, everywhere we went, they were there too, being like, oh, guys, just so you know, this Uh-oh. is John Brannion and his daughter, and they are crazy. Like, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. They're just off their rockers. They, they're nuts. They're one of the, they're Christians, just so you know. They're, that's you all know, you need to know about that's them. That's all you need to know. But, you know, to, to listen to their words, you'd be like, oh, they don't understand. But to watch their actions, they were bothered, deeply bothered. And they had never met, well, maybe not never, but they rarely met other Christians who talked the way that we did and were as confident and unflappable and unshakable mm-hmm. as we were. And that is really the environment where I really practiced my verbal jujitsu. I really, if we're going to keep Jiu- using that term, I'm going to need to learn how to say it without. Can we, can we not? Because I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> can we like something. ninja skills well, or yeah, something? I almost, I almost said, let's just abbreviate like, but I was like, oh, we can't, we can't call it. How about verbal a- martial arts? <laughs> how about verbal martial arts? <laughs> yeah, I like that better. I, I, I know how to spell, spell it. it. What'd you, oh, what'd you call funny. it? Martial arts. Oh, okay. okay. Verbal martial arts. We were talking arts. about why you couldn't use the initials of verbal jujitsu. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know how to spell it. 
Never mind. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Carla gets it. (laughs) I don't know. I think um, I'm curious of how widely spread, you know, I wonder how the LGBTQ community is taking the stuff that's being put out right now on Blue's Clues. Like, I'm curious if there, and I'm sure that there are, and hopefully, especially, but maybe not. I don't know. I need to. I need to walk are through. Are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you just started that sentence at least twelve times. Somebody needs to count. Because <laughs> there are some. I mean, I personally know a couple people who are gay, uh-huh. but are devout Christians. And so I'm curious, are the LGBTQ plus group of people who are Christians against what's being put out to the children or are they in support of it? Is there a separation? They They are gay and they are also proud to be a Christian, but they're probably equal, equal parts of gay, equal parts Christian. (laughs) I I don't know. so what They're usually happens, it. right? What usually happens is people do want a distinction. You will see, like, in the comment section under the uh, Sydney Watson thing, that so many people are like, "Oh, I'm lesbian, or I'm gay, or I'm whatever." I also don't go to Pride. I also despise what they're doing to children because everybody wants to think, like, "Well, at least I'm not those." They're trying people. to compartmentalize, yeah. right? They're, That's they're what I was out. trying to say. Is yes. that I wonder they do exist, and I hope, but at the same time, it's like. Yay, but you're still sinning and you're still, you're, there's right. still a lot of things happening there that still are not. Right. There are, I don't, functioning I well. don't think that it's necessarily in the majority, but like what happened with JK Rowling, it doesn't really matter. They're, they're louder. Yeah. They will eventually be in the majority. If all they have to do is tell people like, well, you're just not very inclusive. And even if they don't, again, it's already happening. It's here, already on TV. Here is it's how already... culture shifts. And Christians have been ignorant of this for far too long. They haven't recognized what's going on. If you're not familiar with the term Overton window, I'm going to explain it right now. It's a hmm. philosophical and sociological term that refers to the range of acceptable ideas hmm. in a culture. The Overton window is like a range. So there's a spectrum. There's yeah. a group of, of acceptable of, ideas, of different ideas. And it may be a wide range. Like it may be way over here. You've got the extreme left and way over here. You've got the extreme right, but still within that window, we are still at least comfortable with the fact that those ideas exist. Mm. So we may not agree with all of them. You can't agree with all of them, right. but you're still aware that they're there inside this window. And mm. anything that falls outside the Overton window is taboo. So it's completely off limits and nobody is supposed to quote unquote there agree is, with that. There is not much of that anymore. What? Yes, mm-hmm. there is pedophilia. Yeah. Um, not much. child abuse. Yes, there is. People at least openly do not admit that they are for pedophilia, which is what Marla is saying. Yeah. Not people yet. at least recognize yeah. that there is this child abuse happening and brainwashing of children. And your point is, yes, they say with their mouths, that's wrong. And I don't agree with it, but here's what happens we slowly start talking about those things that happen outside the Overton window. We talk about pedophilia. We all wipe our brows and and go, whew, thank goodness we all agree that's still wrong. But then that's how the whole window ends up being shifted because the conservatives in the society used to be the ones who would protect values like um, old old fashioned values or long held values. That my my people and I, my old people and I, Traditions. <laughs> Tradition is Our the word traditions. I was looking for. Tradition. But what's happening now is the progressives are constantly trying to push us 
outside mm-hmm. of that comfort zone. And the conservatives are just trying to hang on to t- tradition. But now instead of hanging on to the traditions of years past, they're just taking comfort in the fact that, well, at least we're not dealing with pedophilia. Right. And so now the whole window is starting to slide over mm-hmm. where now we've accepted that there are some fringy people who maybe think it's okay to brainwash children with a drag queen singing on Blue's Clues. I mean, it's already happening in California. They're yes. moving the age of consent. Like yes. we are there, people. Whoa, That's wait, what I said. What? Yes. yes. To what? 14 12 or 14? No. Yes. And it so, is okay. So I don't know what happened. happened, but there was vote voting was Conservatives happening. Conservatives hear that they freak out. They go, "Oh my gosh, say it ain't so." That is extreme. That is too much. So they turn all of their attention to California laws trying to change the age of consent, and they they go, "That can't allowed be allowed to happen because I've seen and given too much ground." in the last 30 years of my life. You know, I've seen this move too much, so I'm gonna fight that battle. And that will get struck down in court. And we'll all clap our hands, you know, high five each other and be like, yes, we managed to preserve the age of consent at 17 or whatever it was before. But that's not what the original fight was about. (laughs) It's literally them setting a fire elsewhere so they distract you. So they don't, so so they set the extreme example. So whatever they're trying to push through doesn't seem extreme anymore. And Mm -hmm. it's, you're like, oh, well, well, I guess that's just what we're doing now because, you know, we fought this hard won battle, but we completely lost the war. Right. So they go Mm -hmm. over, put out the bigger fire over there and forget about the fact that, you know, there's barns that they were trying to put out back there that end up being incinerated and completely leveled. So um, slowly, slowly, what we call tradition is moved. Mm -hmm. It becomes more and more like what we are trying to protect and preserve now was squarely outside the Overton window a hundred years ago. Well, just like family values. Now, I mean, people are suggesting that you allow Blue's Clues and other Nickelodeon (laughs) to teach your children about things that need to be that need to stay in the home and be taught by your parents. Right. And and they're calling it they're saying it's okay, but it's like, no, you're removing the family values. Those those hardly even exist anymore. The line is so blurred. Right. Well, there's not a whole lot of family left. Well, that was there's that. That was the first fight that got sort of lost, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like right. that's that's oh, why we oh. tend to feel hopeless. Oh yeah. And we definitely need to do part two because we're at the end of our of our first half an hour and we'll probably pick this right back up again in a minute. But but um Carla, tune in for that. Uh, part two whenever we end up publishing it but also leave us comments on what we've talked about so far Um, we will talk to you later hey it's marla we hope you're enjoying the just because i love you podcast if you'd like to continue the conversation you can find our group discussion page on miwi it's called four sisters birth and motherhood counseling We also have a Facebook page where we post the links every week, but we don't interact on Facebook very much because we aren't fans of censorship. So come find the four sisters on MeWe and let's spur one another towards truth and holiness.